0: This is Hair Therapy, cultivating the conversation around hair and scalp health. I'm Kate, your host, and as a hairdresser, educator and a trichologist, I am obsessed with all things hair. Whether you're interested in optimum hair and scalp health or have a hair or scalp condition, we have expert guests who are specialists in their field on a variety of different treatments and solutions, along with inspiring real-life stories Perhaps you're looking to support someone who's had a hair or scalp concern, or you're a hairdresser who would like to know how to better support their clients. I am here to provide knowledge and information to help. Think of this as your very own audio resource library for you to pick and choose what is useful to you. I'm so glad you're listening today. Let's navigate hair health together to learn and grow.
1: People don't take hair loss seriously. They just think it's at back of the queue, you know, and that's why it's important for like the likes of yourself and hopefully me in the future that can be that extra arm or somewhere for people to turn. Because, yeah, it doesn't get uh, acknowledged as it should.
0: So, hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I am very excited today to have someone with me who calls himself the tiger of SMP.
1: Bit cringy, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, as long as you don't make everyone look like a tiger.
1: I'll tell you why, I
0: mean. Good. So I have Will Quay with me today, and he is a scalp micropigmentation artist at Scalp Nation. Are you, you're from Essex, is that right?
1: I am, yeah, born and bred, yeah.
0: Fabulous. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you for joining me today.
1: No worries, no worries. Thanks for having us.
0: So do you want to tell us a little bit more about your business then? It is mainly just scalp micropigmentation that you do. Is that right?
1: Currently, yeah. So we specify in that, which for those that don't know, it's uh, it's a treatment used uh, for people that are suffering with hair loss, thinning, male pattern baldness, female pattern baldness, alopecia, all kinds of hair loss. And what it is, what we're trying to do is replicate your existing hair follicles on the areas that you're lacking hair follicles. So. In short, it is a tattoo. It's a hair tattoo, but we're trying to replicate your existing hair follicles. Mainly, um, you know, to if you've got, say, like a buzz cut hair, you know, you've got hair on the back and the sides, and we're trying to match the top to to match the back and the sides. It can also be used for, like, female hair density. So if you're sort of thinning from the parting area down, we can use uh, SMP to create, you know, a, a denser look for longer hair as well. So, yeah, it's quite a versatile um treatment and it's helping a lot of people so yeah
0: so when did you start out with your business um we started out in
1: 2019 Mm -hmm. so still
0: fairly new
1: but we've been you know quite on it like since we started we've sort of kept things going kept things moving so we've been quite busy in that time so um
0: and with covid and everything like that yeah, did you have to kind of close? Were you counted as like we a did. medical service or not?
1: No, no, we did. We come under sort of skin piercing, so and cosmetic,
0: cosmetic.
1: Yeah, so we did. I think um, from when oh God, the years go so fast, and I don't know. I, mean, I think it was like March, March twenty twenty, <laughs> was it? I think from March twenty twenty to April twenty one, we was actually shut for nine months, like in that period. So it was a tough time, mm. you know. Obviously just surviving as a human being you know like without having to be able to work all we was doing is things like things like this actually was doing podcasts and chats with people education (laughs) um was doing a lot of video consultations so people that were thinking about getting it done was using that time just to chat to people and sort of
0: get work lined up
1: yeah and just see what we do sort of aligns with what they want and yeah just be able to book in for the future so yes and when we sort of opened back up we was just busy like you know so yeah
0: yeah I can imagine I can imagine
1: doing what you can do yeah
0: (laughs) so it's quite funny though because it's one of those things that I think unless you really see the results you'd kind of think well why would you need that because if you shave all your hair off yeah I don't think sometimes people realize how even within a day the hair around the sides and the back can be quite visible can't it compared to having like nothing on the bald area Yeah.
1: yeah what I find like most of my clients when they first come to me a lot of them if they've sort of you know, had the typical male pattern baldness where, like you say, they got hair on the back and the sides. They generally try to shave it as tight as possible. Now, I get it because obviously you're trying to get rid of that separation between hair and no hair. So, difference they're trying to get mm. it as tight as possible, so it just looks completely bald, which I get. But obviously, once you've had SMP, you probably wouldn't have to go to the extremes of using a wet razor shave. You can if you want, um, and we can make it work that way. But I would probably advise, you know, you don't need to do that. You could just use like a foil shaver or a clipper and just keep it short because we're going to now have density on the top to match the side. So it's all good, like, you know.
0: Yeah, so I suppose that makes people's lives a bit easier as well from that point of view, doesn't it? Because it's quite yeah. hard to kind of wet shave your own head.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole treatment itself is just very like user friendly it's like get up and go the main part from a client's perspective is just sort of keeping on top of cutting their hair quite regularly but you know if you have shaved down in the past you're probably used to doing that anyway but other than that it's very low maintenance i mean there's some aspects that are gonna sort of make the treatment fade out quicker like i.e. like the sun exposure and just people's just general immune system we can't sort of guarantee what each client's going to get out of the treatment but you know, we can guarantee we're going to do the best for you. Mm-hmm. But um, there's not a lot of stress on the client's point of view going forward once they've had it done, as opposed to some other treatments. So we get clients that have had other treatments done and um, then come to us. I don't know what I want to say like a last result, but maybe they didn't even know that we sort of existed and then kind of wish, oh, you know, maybe I wish I would have looked into that or went down that avenue first before doing what I've done and then we have to end up trying to fix Stuff so,
0: like what, like PRP or like hair replacement services?
1: Not so much PRP, more sort of like transplants, hair transplants, and stuff. To be honest, I'm not against any other sort of hair loss treatment. I'm not like SP's the best, you must come, you know, have this done. Like, there's treatments out there for everyone, but just in my experience, I've seen a lot of bad ones, but putting into perspective. Obviously, I'm going to see the bad ones because if they were good, they wouldn't be coming to me. So, yeah, I can't really judge. But there's obviously more things that go along with a treatment like that that you know you'd have to do going forward. Whereas Smp is it's very minimal. Like you know, it's just not a lot you really need to do to look after it. Just use a bit of sun cream and
0: moisturize.
1: Moisturize, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, it sounds good. That is good as well, yeah. isn't it? Because in in a way you would be far better off trying SMP first. And then if that wasn't making you happy, then look at the transplant rather than the other way around. Mm. But I guess transplants are more in the public eye, I guess, sometimes, aren't they? I suppose you're your own worst enemy, because if you do it really well, people won't know you've done it. Yeah. So they won't know who's got it. Yeah. So then they can't come and find you because they won't realise that yeah. everyone's got it.
1: It is hard to promote. I mean... A lot of my clients are really good. Don't get me wrong, if if they don't want to share the experience, then obviously we'll keep it very discreet. But a lot of them are quite willing to share. And and what I find is maybe not so much in the beginning because there's a lot of anxiety and anticipation on getting this treatment done because, you know, it is a big deal. You're getting a tattoo on your head, essentially. So it's like shit. Like you're going to naturally worry a little bit. But then as soon as they sort of, add the first session and come back for the second and you can see just their confidence levels and their trust even in myself just raising and they start to they want to push it a little bit more push it a little bit more and um
0: well like you said they're then more happy aren't they to kind of spread the word yeah so that was it
1: yeah so once we got to the end you know the final sort of session there's most of them are quite happy to just talk about it and go yeah you know share my pictures share my videos and it's good that I'm able to do that to show people what we do Mm -hmm. like the transformations we do and how people feel now with my clients that I get coming in there's a range of clients you know some people are really suffering you know they need a solution to what they're going through other people it it could just be purely just vanity reasons they just see a treatment they just want to look better and why not you know we've all got our hang-ups if you like on our personal ourselves and you know if we could change it you've got to ask yourself the question if you could change it would you and nine times out of ten you would so you know you don't need a reason you don't need to justify why why you want to do a certain thing but yeah we we do get a range of range of clients perspectives on why they're getting it done.
0: So yeah. And do you find that some of the people come back after their first session and they're like, oh I was really worried that everyone was going to notice and no one even noticed.
1: Yeah, exactly. I get that all the time. And when I first started out, I didn't like that comment because I, I was like,
0: what? You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. People like, should notice yeah. what I've done. I spent hours doing yeah. that. Yeah.
1: And I was like, I will not getting it. I was like, what? You, what? No one's like, like no, no one said that I'm like,
0: really
1: oh, oh and I sort of carried on and as I sort of gone on in my career I realized that is a really good, good thing yeah but, you know and um and it, yeah 99% of the time that is the reaction that I'm getting your time I don't get the reaction because you might get uh, someone that's just completely bold and they just they've told everyone yeah. they're like look look what I've just had done and they're you know the bit of family barbecue and they'll be showing everyone and, and obviously everyone's going to notice because they're pointing it out
0: but again they must be happy with it for yeah. them to do that yeah yeah if you
1: didn't want to tell anyone that you've had a treatment done, you wouldn't need to. Which is great. Yeah, it's probably like what we sort of call in the, like the old school, like SMP sort of treatments that you might see going about that are quite obvious. Like you know, there was all very, you know, I don't to care for what I say, but like quite cookie cutter type. Every treatment was the same and the same sort of shape and density and
0: very like regimented dots.
1: Yeah, and you could spot it out you know you go oh, i think he's had it done but you know it depends like you know like say say you was like purchasing a car right mm-hmm. i'm just gonna say a, a, a mini yeah for example i guarantee you the next time you go driving out all you're gonna see is minis because you're kind of looking out for it so the same thing i suppose if you're looking into the treatment you're going to be trying to find people that have yeah had it done so yeah but just in everyday life it's very discreet
0: like, I'm sure you could probably tell more than the average person if you saw someone, whether they'd had it done or not.
1: Well, you say that, but, like, we, uh, one of the chaps that I've worked with, he was in a coffee shop, right, and one of my clients was in front of him, and uh, he didn't have a clue, <laughs> so he was standing there. this is like, about six months after he had the treatment. And um, my client turned around and went, oh, you're all right, Mark? Like, as it going? You know, probably be back in a year's time for a touch-up, you know, this, that, and the other. And Mark was looking going... Do I know this guy, like you know, like who, who's this guy? He meant it's me, like you know. So I'm so like uh, you know, will dumb a treatment. He's like
0: bloody hell,
1: like even he didn't even clock like <laughs> what was going on. So, that's
0: very impressive. Yeah,
1: so I take that. I thought, wow, that's good. Yeah, so
0: you need to start doing a little like trademark above the yeah. e or something. Just just the little WQ. That's it. Yeah, trademark.
1: Oh, come up. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like, there's so many good, like, artists out there in the UK and beyond, like, you know, all sorts of different countries all around the world. And everyone has kind of got their trademark a little bit. Like, if I see someone's work, I'll pretty much know who done that just by looking at the job. Like, you know, because there's more than one way to do a good job, you know, and everyone's just got their way. And it's just whatever sort of suits you and your eye, because it's art at the end of the day. so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I suppose you would end up developing your own style, wouldn't you? Yeah, just yeah. a little bit, just as much as you do with anything, like hair or tattoos, or yeah,
1: it's that little little twang. Like say, even like a tattoo, like you know, a black and grey rose is so common. Yeah, but
0: there's a million different ways to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they all could be good, but. It's just different. I would say for anyone like looking into getting it done or anything like that, just take your time and research and have a look around and see what suits your eye and what draws you to the style of work that that artist is doing, you know?
0: Yeah, because I suppose, well, it's the same thing with tattoos, isn't it? You kind of, if you wanted like a colourful, bold, bright thing, you would go to someone who does a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, I suppose that's one of the great things about Instagram, isn't it, is you can literally look and see image after image of someone's work and think, is that the kind of thing I'm looking for?
1: Everything I put on my social pages and my website is just raw images. I just literally take it on an iPhone and I post it. That's it. No editing, no nothing. Because we need to try and give the potential client or anyone that's looking like the most...
0: Realistic expectation.
1: Yeah, because I know that when someone books with me... I can achieve what they're looking at on my page. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. So I'm
1: quite at ease. um, Yeah, you know, it's better for me as a practitioner and it's also better
0: for the client, you know. It's like I say when I teach balayage, if you look at someone's colour page and all they've got, every single client's got wavy or curly hair. Yeah. You can hide a million mistakes if you're curling someone's hair all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's
0: not a single photo of a client that they've done balayage on and they've got straight hair where you can see all the mistakes
1: yeah it's a bit yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I know looking at that yeah, going, yeah. Oh, well yeah but anyone when you curl it all anyone can make it look good
1: yeah 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 that's it I mean even like on our stories you know like you do like Instagram stories so if you used to go on our page you'd see me just literally once I finished with my iPhone just video in literally while they're still in the chair post it. You know what I mean? So you can see, like, the first session, the second session, the third session. You can see the progression. I want people to see the progression because I always say to my clients and people interested in s you've got to trust the process, like, I think it's human nature that everyone wants everything like rapid like now
0: especially these days
1: yeah like I want it now it's got to happen now but with SMP you've got to take time like if you want that natural looking SMP you gotta you gotta just ease into it session by session and just let it happen and it will get there but you just gotta trust it you know because it's quite sparse on the first session and then the second session it gets a bit more on the third session it's final but sometimes when you you do a first session well for me anyway it's a little bit underwhelming because it's like oh like but it's the most important stage of the foundation you need the foundation to build like you know so anyone listening I'd say yeah trust the process.
0: So how long is a session normally with you how long does it take?
1: Yeah, I mean I only sort of really do sort of two clients in a day. So I'll allow four hours per client now. Not to say that it's gonna take me four hours, anywhere between two to four hours from you sort of walking in the door to walking out, depending on a number of things like you know, skin condition, how well you're gonna just sit in the chair for me mm. and the area that we're covering. So I, I don't like to rush. Like, you know, I, I make sure I've got the time. So if it is needed, we can use it. If it's not, then you know, it's no stress. So the worst thing you can do is I mean I'm not too sure who's going to be listening to this podcast, but if you as another practitioner listening to this, you know, the worst thing you can do is like cut yourself fine so you're under pressure to get a treatment finished, then that's just like a recipe for disaster. Like, you know, so
0: Yeah, and I think from the people that I've spoken to that do it, they are very relaxed yeah. and they want the client to be very relaxed. Yeah. They know they're going to be there a while. So you wouldn't want to be sat there with someone that was like, oh, God, I've got to get this start Like it wouldn't yeah. fit the whole vibe good. of what you're trying to achieve really.
1: we're 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 like really relaxed like we're pretty chill with my clinic it's like yeah it's like everyone comes here just feels like home like that that's the kind of vibe i've got going my place but you know you get different clinics going for a different sort of approach Mm -hmm. you know some are very clinical some are like tattoo studios some are not good at all a lot of my um what i do my my personality shows through quite a bit so yeah best way eh?
0: And have you seen, has anyone come to you where they've had like really bad work? Before, have you seen any like horrific disasters?
1: Yeah, yeah. And we're seeing it more and more, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of um training out there at the moment and like people just sort of training like loads and loads of people. And it's good for the industry, get more people out there and more people aware of what we're doing. Um, but then it can have an adverse effect as well, because it depends on whether, you know, these people are really serious about wanting to do this, like for the right reasons as well, you know, because Mm you've really got to want to do this because if you don't, it will definitely show in your work, you know, Mm. and it takes a lot of patience. Like you said earlier, you know, we're just doing dots, but it's just a lot more to it than that. In the beginning, you may think that, but as you get into it, you realise Every scalp is completely different, especially in the UK, because we get so many different walks of life.
0: Variations, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's like you do one scalp and you think, got it, cracked it. That's it. I'm certified. I can do this. Someone else will come and you're like, it's like you've never done it before. (laughs) Like, you know, so you've got to think on your feet and you've got to really be. So, yeah, I have seen a lot of like horror stories and, um, in fact, yeah, we actually i had a, I had a chap on a consultation today. Like, you know, that's someone's done um, not a, not a fantastic job, and he, he wants to know his options going forward. Some of them we can repair, but again, it, it, without going into it too much, it depends on the parameters they've stayed within. You know, how low the hairline is, how dark it is, how dense it is. You know, so mm. sometimes it's repairable. Other times they may have to undergo some laser before we um, fix it.
0: Mm. My friend does like microblading yeah, and she said that a lot of the people that come to her to have it fixed have come from being models yeah, at like training academies where they've done all sorts of things like massive big lines but that's the trainer almost kind of telling them to do it a lot of the time it's quite worrying people having like two eyebrow tails yeah where they've kind of drawn them a new one
1: yeah
0: it's very worrying but I suppose that's And what we come back to research who you go to, look at their work. That's it. That's
1: it. And it is down to the training because there is some, obviously, some training providers out there that are doing really good training. You know, again, if they're doing it for the right reasons because they want to pass on what they know to the next generation, if it's about that, then great. But, you know, if it's for other reasons, then that's when problems occur. On the other flip side as well, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. Like if you're starting out, I would say get get stuck in because you need to you need to get going with it. You can't you, you know be doing it sort of little and often. You need to be trying to get that muscle memory going. So you got to start somewhere. But it, to be honest, even when I started out in my early days, you can look back on my socials. You can still see the jobs that I have done right at the beginning. They was never like alarm bells. Like you know, I, you, as long as you stick within what you've been taught, you should be okay. I, I I'm not quite sure how these people um. We do this to certain clients, you know, but yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll be back after a quick break. Are you a professional in the hair industry? Do you feel confident addressing clients' concerns around the hair and scalp? Would you know what to do if your client began experiencing hair loss or had to go for chemo? Would you like to support your client's Mentally and physically through troubling conditions such as hair loss. The Hair Therapy Hair and Scalp Salon Specialist course will make you a standout industry expert, enabling you to navigate these difficult conversations and elevate your level of client care, making all your clients feel well looked after and in the hands of a knowledgeable expert. This one day unique insight into the world of trichology will help you raise your standing within the community and offer your clients more. For more information visit my website or check the link in the show notes. Let's get on with today's episode. I know you said that you've got some people that come to you that are really desperately suffering. Do these people kind of tell you how it's affected their lives? Like are they literally going from not leaving the house to like getting married? Is it making that much of a difference to them? Or is it just little day to day things? What are they telling you once you've done it?
1: again like yeah the scale is massive like you know you can just see in a person where you know the shoulders will be down and like the head's down and you can just tell by their aura like how they walk in and you know we do get into it you know i talk a lot as you can probably tell but we do chat because obviously i'm spending like sort of up to 12 hours with each client so we do get to talk and yeah it does affect them like anxiety you know that Mm. a lot of the time people are worried about what Mm. other people think that they they think people are looking at them, but the reality is people probably ain't, people have got their own shit going on and they, you know, they're probably not looking at you, but you, you, you get in that thought in your head and then, and then all of a sudden it's, it's anxiety. Then all of a sudden it's like, I don't want to leave the house. Or I I don't want to, I don't want any photos taken of me because like, I don't want to see that on the back of my head or what i notice quite a lot and it's probably just me picking up on it like you know you'll notice like photos of people potential clients or people suffering from male pattern baldness or female pattern hair loss they'll sort of crop the areas that they don't want to see Um, do you know what i mean so mm -hmm. you can tell it's affecting them but this is where this comes in and and it can help a lot like i say uh, i've done a lot of clients that have um got married after and had this treatment before the marriage I've had a lot of clients that have been wearing hair systems as well just to cover it up and in the end it got too much for them you know the stress of you know just simple things
0: it's a lot of maintenance isn't it
1: yeah it's a maintenance like swimming you know sweating and it's quite expensive like when you Mm. if you're doing it sort of year on year it can add up and
0: and there must come a time as well like If you're in your 20s or your 30s, then having a hair system is probably great. And maybe even to your 40s. I know you can even get ones now that are very natural. They don't look really thick. But you might get to a point where you're like, right, I'm 45 now. I don't want to be messing with this all the time. I want to go down the gym and just have a shower and just leave and not have to go every two weeks and have this thing glued to my head.
1: Even if you weren't using the uh, hair system, like if you just had that general diffused thinning and they could be using like hair fibres, say, for example. Mm. You know, I've had chaps that have used hair fibres that haven't been swimming for 20 years. Wow. Just not gone swimming because it's just, what do you do? Like they don't want to, sometimes their partners don't even know that they're using hair fibres. Do you know what I mean? They're hiding and the energy and the stress building up and you wouldn't believe like how much, that affects you and ties you out during the day of the fault of having to hide this, you know? So it's like liberation when that's gone and you get the scalp micropigmentation, it's just freedom, isn't it? So you haven't got to worry anymore.
0: You are providing people with freedom and joy in their life. That's it.
1: That's what it's about. Yeah.
0: So where are your clinics?
1: So I've actually got the one clinic, which is in Hornchurch, Essex, just outside of London. And I work at another clinic as well, which is in Crawley. Okay. Do you know Crawley, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's called Creative Scalps. So I kind of sort of flip between the two.
0: What did you do before you did SMP?
1: Have a guess. I don't even think you're going to guess it. I don't
0: know. I don't know, like estate agent or something.
1: No, I, but so by trade, I'm a welder fabricator.
0: Oh, of course, you are. Yes. Do Naturally. You know what I mean? Yes.
1: Yeah, you'd never have guessed it. Like a welder fabricator, and um I do a lot of like 3D AutoCAD, like all the design work, like sort of surveying, estimating, all that sort of stuff. So that's my background, which is, I find it mad because when I tell people that, like, this just makes like no sense. Like, what's happened here? Do you know what I mean? But I think that's good because, like, you know, people might expect me to, I don't know, be a barber or a hairdresser or a tattoo artist and then sort of diversed into this. But now I, I think I've always been creative. Yeah you know I mean I've always been creative and I've always wanted to just help people Mm. like all my family the background they're all sort of carers and nursing homes and that sort of stuff and literally like every member the generation above me every member of my family are like involved in care homes and I just never wanted to do that but
0: you got that in you
1: yeah I think so I think so because I, I think I've mentioned it before I can't it might have been on another podcast or something but You know, it's a weird thing. Like, I'll go to like medical places, like I don't know, just say a hospital, and people kind of like gravitate towards me a little bit. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, I've always had it all my life.
0: And they start telling you all their problems. Yeah,
1: like, oh, can you help me with this? Can you help (laughs) me with that? And you know, I just thought it's it's weird that this is kind of my way of helping, And, and 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 in a selfish way, it's it's good for me because you know, it makes you feel good. Like, you know, you're helping others, and it gives you a purpose, doesn't it?
0: nice I mean mine's a little bit more of a natural progression I guess
1: yeah because I did
0: hairdressing for like 23 years yeah but I did kind of feel that the hair and scalp was one area that I really didn't know as much on and you do get very limited training and hairdressing on anything to do with the hair and scalp really considering you're learning about it yeah yeah you don't really learn
1: about it you do with smp that's what i'm saying so like even when you're doing your your fundamental training with smp and then you're out there in the world tattooing people which is great but you don't really know a lot about the skin the scalp the hair and i, I kind of first of all i wanted to know more about it because just to give myself the knowledge
0: you're working with
1: it yeah yeah i'm working with it every day so i wanted the knowledge that goes with it but now i'm kind of falling in you've
0: been sucked
1: in yeah, a little bit yeah i know it's hard work though because it was hard for me to juggle what i do with that it was very stressful at times and one of the tutors you know said to me like now once i passed she was like i don't know how you did it with that much on your plate i really don't but i managed it you know i I found a way and got it done but i think you do when you're passionate about something or when you want something that bad you, you you'll find a way you know
0: well, I was really lucky from that aspect because when I started my course, we then went into lockdown.
1: Right.
0: All that time that I would have been working and doing hair, uh, I yeah. could then spend studying. So mm. although it was a nightmare in a way, it probably did give me a lot of extra study time.
1: But I must admit, like, you know, I, if you used to ask me...
0: You're probably looking at your clients now thinking, oh, they've got this or they've got that or... Mm.
1: Ish, but to be honest with you, where it was so intense, like mm. the foundation calls, I've completely shut off from it for the summer. I've just I want the break, mm. like I need the break. So, not to say I've forgotten everything, but you know, I'd have to look through my notes, and
0: that's just because there's so much as well. Like, yeah, every single unit, we're not talking like, oh, how do you shampoo someone's hair? We're talking like microbiology.
1: I know microbiology is the worst. Do you know
0: what I mean? Yeah, that's... genetics. Yeah. So it's not simple. You do understand some of it, but you can't retain all that information the whole time.
1: No, you can't.
0: Uh, But that's why I did this podcast in the first place. Because when I said to people, I'm studying trichology, everyone was like, what's that? And I was the same as you. If no one even knows we're here, how can we see people? Yeah. We need to see people early.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So they've got the best prognosis, not two years down the line after they've spent £400 in products and they've tried everything else.
1: Yeah, yes. And
0: then they finally found us. So, And there was a lot of people where they've said they've gone to other avenues, patients that have gone to the GP, and the GP's, like, laughed in their face.
1: Yeah. And pe- people don't take hair loss seriously. They, they, they just think it's at back of the queue, you know, mm. and that's why it's important for, like, the likes of yourself and hopefully me in the future that can be that extra arm or somewhere for people to turn Mm. because yeah like you say yeah it doesn't get acknowledged as as it should
0: no and I think people do especially like some medical professionals they do discount it as a non-essential yeah thing and they don't realize the impact that it can have on people
1: yeah like mentally you know because it can lead to some real bad stuff like you know and it's the seed, ain't it, that started it. So that's what you got to kind of get to the root of the problem, isn't you? So.
0: And also, obviously, as you know, or you will know, definitely, hair loss is often indication of another underlying problem within mm. the body. Yeah. So especially if you're getting like telogen effluvium or something like that, Yeah. if you're starting to notice that your hair is shedding rapidly, that is one of your body's ways of telling you, that there might be an imbalance or a deficiency or your stress levels are too high. Yeah. It's not something really to be sent away and ignored.
1: No, I think it had a spike, didn't it, in the uh, pandemic, didn't it? Because yeah. of stress. Yeah. That happened quite a lot. I think it happened to a few of my friends, actually, like, you know, patches that appearing and stuff like that, and it's, it's all come back now, but, yeah, it's... Um...
0: But it goes to show how stress and unease and depression and anxiety can affect you even if you you might think you're dealing with it great yeah and then your body shows you that actually you're not
1: yeah like so I've actually got a client that will be I won't talk too much about it because it's going to be documented so it'd be quite a good watch but um and it'll be good for people to you know some people are going to be able to relate to it and it could help a lot of people that could be suffering from the same sort of situation, but he, he's happy to document it, and they'll be coming out sometime soon. So,
0: oh, very exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. I think with hair loss, it's, it's um, it's a part of your identity that often more times than not, it's it's something that happens that you don't choose for it to happen. Like it's just happened, and it's unfortunate. And some cases are more severe than others, and you don't want it to happen. So that's why it can affect people so much, you know, because it's, it's, it's not a choice.
0: Yeah. And I think that, again, I mean, it's easier for men and obviously they can shave their head mm. and they can kind of embrace it a little bit more. But at the end of the day, shaving your head because you kind of have to because you've lost half your hair it is a choice, but it's the illusion of choice. It's not really what they would choose to do necessarily if they had a full head of hair.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They've done it because they feel like that's probably the
0: best option.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. But like I say, but even when you're shaving it down, and you know you haven't got your hairline there, like it's sort of like deframes your face a little bit. So to to get that frame back to your face, and and it, and it does sort of give you some years back as well. Like it just, it just. <laughs> I had a text off of one of my clients that I done last month. I won't say his name because I don't want to like put him in the ship but he's out in another country I'm not even going to say the country because it might like lead to someone finding out who he (laughs) did
0: identifying
1: but yeah he got to work away and he's like well I'm just so happy like you know I'm in this country I'm working away life's good I'm with a beautiful lady like he's just buzzing before that you know he had relationship problems uh, a relationship broke down he was down in the dumps but It was just spiralling out of control. And it's just, it's crazy like how something like this has just got him into such a different place. And now he's just loving life.
0: Again, saying that hair is not important. It might have been the case for him that if he got offered to work abroad in like a really amazing, trendy, that I can't say trendy, I'm so old, honestly, I don't even know what to say, (laughs) like cool country that. If he had felt that low confidence wise, he might have even turned it down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's mad. And and when I get them text messages like, and that's when I think to myself, that's why I'm doing it. Do you know what I mean? Because for me, that will just make my day. I'll get a message like that and I'll be like Cheshire Cat, like smiling from ear to ear. And um, it's nice. It's nice to know that you've been a part of it and he's just happy. Do you know what I mean? It's... It's good to be happy, isn't it? Like, just be happy. Mm. But, yeah, it's, it's the same as, like, say, like, we were talking about before, like, everyone's got their hang-ups, you know, like, yeah. I'm quite into my fitness because it makes me feel good. Like, if I don't do certain things, I feel a bit rubbish. Like, but some people don't get it, but they don't need to get it. It's just what I feel like, you know. So mm. I digress, but, yeah.
0: Very good. So when people come to see you, what do they get to do? Do you put a nice little film on? Do you make them help you revise? What do you do when they come get their micropigmentation done?
1: Oh, um, to be honest, yeah, we're just chilling. Like we got the music on. Your face is down for my. I work on a. Um, I don't know if you've seen them. They're like they're like a massage chair. Huh one i use but your head's sort of down in the chair so you you can't really see much a lot of people just have their phone or whatever and they might be watching a movie or whatever but i've been told that i sort of got a good vibe good music going on so people are quite happy just to sit there and chill and we just chat and just yeah just it's just like chilling really chilling for three or four hours yeah yeah
0: well thank you so much because i really appreciate your time today and i'm sure everyone's going to be very excited to hear Exactly how the scalp micropigmentation can enhance their life. So, thank you very much.
1: Now, you're welcome. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.
0: I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Hair Therapy Podcast. Please share this show with anyone who you think might benefit from it. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show. It really helps me grow and reach more people. Until next time.